Welcome everybody to the Steve Jordan Experience. With me today, I have my guest Evan and Jenna, who are the co-founders of Complete Human. Complete Human brings a unique and fresh perspective to the problems we face as species and what we can do as individuals and as a collective to optimize the world and ourselves. Evan and Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That's a big intro there. I mean, optimizing, <laughs> you know, individuals so that we can be a better world. I've been watching uh, during the past month or so this Animal Planet or uh, one of these planet shows on Netflix, and it's incredible to see the the intricacies of the world, the animals that live in it, and what we are doing as humans to really degrade it. It's it's it's, uh, it's just it's terrible and. Um, you know, we are, we're overpopulating it. We're overconsuming. We're, we're, we're creating havoc on the ecosystem. And, uh, I, I'd love to get your perspective because I saw a little bit on your Instagram. You both love the travel. It's part of your, of your stick and what you do and how you do, uh, complete human. But I want to get into a little background first on who you are, how you got together, how you started this company, uh, complete human and what you're doing to, optimize the world and yourselves. Ladies first. Cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, first, thanks for having us so much. Um, so Pleasure. Evan and I both come from the health and wellness background. Um, I, I actually started off as a pharmaceutical rep for one of the top companies in the world called Eli Lilly. And that mm. was back in 2014, 2015. Um, during that time, I I thought I was healthy, did everything right, was was competing in bikini competitions and winning shows and getting magazine covers and found myself suffering from a lot of frequent infections. And I was like, okay, I, I can't just keep taking antibiotics. My body is just not working right. What's going on? And so um, in 2015, I decided to go see a doctor, um, found out I had just a whole host of issues, including um, heavy metal toxicity, candida overgrowth, leaky gut, um, MTHFR mutations, eventually got a cancer diagnosis. And it was just a, it was quite a year to, to kind of wrap your head around. So, mm. um, it was a shit show. It was a shit show. What's your rating yeah. on this, Steve? <laughs> to, say, to say the least, you can say whatever you want. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, whatever comes to your mind, heart. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's kind of when I started my um, my social media, I guess, presence. I, I kind of use it as more of an online journal to kind of share what I was doing to get healthy again and how I was optimizing myself and getting myself back to a, a better a better state. And through this learning, you know, I I recognize it's not just what you're putting in your mouth and how you're moving your body, but it's your mindset. It's it's who you're surrounding yourself with. It's it's an all encompassing thing. Um, and then Evan and I met. Uh, a few years back, and we worked with with a company that he used to work for, and now here we are. So, do you want to do you want to intro yourself now? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's well. First, let me just make a comment uh, on that. You know, I found that many people in our space who are uh, advocates, leaders, uh, who have a voice that are sharing a lot, typically go through some kind of challenge, some breakdown. And uh, I'm saying that I use my clients and I share where there's a breakdown, there's an opportunity for a breakthrough. And we're in the beginning of the new year, and, and no doubt 2020 was a, a breakdown, it was a shit show, as Evan would say, mm-hmm. um, you know, and all of us have been compromised in some way, shape, or form. And, um, you know, we need to look at opportunities, and this year is a new year for us to have breakthrough, as you did. You know, you saw this, you know, breakdown. You could have lamented on it. You could have been like, oh, whoa, me, poor me, you know, but you found that, 
there were other ways in which you could do naturally and organically and holistically to be able to better yourself. And now those self-serving purposes are now serving a greater good, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So I want to acknowledge that and just kind of highlight that as we're in the new year. Yes. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that we've always talked about is, is our mess becomes our message. And mm. that's what we're really hoping for in this new year, right? It's 2020 was a trauma. It, it, it beat us and, and it beat us in ways that I, I don't think anybody could have ever understood. You know, we're such societal creatures where we crave community, we crave connection, but now we go to the grocery store, we walk down the street and, and people just start to like instinctually walk away from each other. So you know, it, it's 2021 is going to be a, a weird year, you know, obviously the vaccine is going to help. We're hoping that it helps. We're hoping that, you know, we can kind of start to put the pieces of our lives back together, the economics of all of this. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be a real need for people like us to, you know, to motivate people to stay healthy so that these type of things don't happen in the future. And that's really Mm -hmm. kind of the, the ethos and the metamorphosis of our organization as well. And and you uh, perhaps this year, this past year and what we've been going through was an opportunity again for you to, accelerate your growth and see more opportunity in expanding health and wellness uh, on a more conscious level. You know, we did a podcast uh, about a month ago with uh, with um, a doctor who really talked about the vaccine in the context of vaccines, especially flu vaccines, typically don't work well on people who are obese or overweight. Hmm. So in this world, we've kind of been banking everything on this vaccine, but yet here in America, over half the people are obese or overweight. So, you know, this is a rallying cry. This is this is the big wake-up call that we can't rely on pharmaceuticals. We can't rely on the quick fixes. We've got to start fixing the fundamental problems that we face as a species. And we say that around the office a lot, but that doesn't begin with going out and getting on a Stairmaster. That doesn't begin with, you know, flipping everything to keto. It begins with changing the mindset so that we can understand what are the triggers that keep us from living a healthy, robust existence, then focus on that healthy, robust existence, and then start to create a community that holds us accountable for all of the things that we want to do. And what we found in, in kind of these principles of the complete human is those three things, the mental fortitude, the physical health, the uh, spiritual abundance, that allows for a community to really go out and change the world. And that's what we need right now more than ever. Mm. I, I agree a lot with that. So Evan, you have a story, I'm sure, uh, as to how you got into this. Again, just kind of guessing your your game here. What's your story? And perhaps it's not as, uh, you know, perhaps not as could have been detrimental. Um, but what was yours to get into this in this field? You know, I think I was kind of born into it. Um, my grandparents, you know, were the ones that, uh, you know, first, generations Ameri- first generation Americans and all they wanted to do was live that quintessential American retirement. You know, they started mm-hmm. a couple businesses, put three kids through college, worked, saved, sacrificed, you know, all with this goal of hopping in the Cadillac and driving cross country, seeing the world's biggest ball of twine and the largest, world's largest frying pan. Um, the two businesses that they started were a gas station and a painting company. So like in the early 80s, my grandfather started to have some really severe heavy metal toxicity, lead poisoning from years of working around lead paint and gas. And then 
later in that decade, Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's set in. And so I got to see firsthand the failure of Western medicine. And my grandmother, long before the internet, was reaching out to all of these doctors, subscribing to newsletters, you know, doctors who were talking about things like cryotherapy, you know, sauna therapy, chelation therapy, things at the time that doctors were laughing at my grandmother for, but are now commonplace in treating a lot of these diseases. Mm. So my, my family was really, really, I, I say just in it to win it on, on alternative medicine and recognizing the failure of modern medicine. And so my trajectory was always kind of balancing between how do I work within the pharmaceutical world, developing prenatal vitamins, developing dietary supplements, developing, you know, pharmaceutical products, but really looking at the holistic person. How are we use, utilizing these as a catalyst to get people to grow beyond just the, oh, I've got heart disease, let me take a fish oil. Or I've got mm -hmm. a family history of diabetes, I'm still going to eat potato chips and then take metformin to kind of, you know, offset that. So the, the trajectory of mine has always really been developing products, working in the health and wellness space, but balancing or creating that bridge between fixing the person and then treating, you know, treating symptoms of what that person has done to their body over the course of 20, 30, 40 years. Hmm. I love what you both highlighted. Uh, you both made very clear that the mind is the most important component to, and often the catalyst to create change. Um, and that couldn't be more true. I, I've, I've been able to, uh, I had a podcast that was recently called I am healthy and fit and has just recently rechanged to the Steve Jordan experience. Um, but that is an incantation. It was a mantra and I still use it with clients and helping people to get the belief system in their head before they even achieve the results. What is your mantra? What do you use? How do you change your mindset or help other people change their mindsets in creating change? How do we change our mindset? Oh, man, I, I feel like a lot of us kind of take it's sometimes it's like you need a, a catalyst to provoke a change like that. I know I can kind of speak to that on on this year. Um, I, I went through a divorce this year, I moved multiple times, I had some extra health issues on top of that. Um, and I think I think when we can kind of reframe our stress and kind of recognize, okay, what we're going through, yes, this is a lot. Yes, this is a lot to take on, but what can we learn from this and how can we make ourselves better moving forward from it? So I really think it's also just kind of reframing your mindset. Like not all stress is bad. Yes, you can go through stressful things and things are absolutely challenging, especially right now, but also like, what can we learn from this? What can we, what can we do to just be better, be a better human after this. And this is what Evan and I talk about all the time. And it really does come down to mental fortitude. And that's, that's our first principle. It's our first pillar. There is if you can have your mind straight, then the rest will follow. Hopefully. <laughs> so when your back's up against the wall, I mean, just, uh, if your back's up against the wall and you're feeling down or you're not motivated or you, you, you failed, what do you say to yourself to get yourself back in the game? Yeah, good good question. Um, well, I think it also comes down to just finding out what you can take control of for that moment. Like what, okay, if I'm having a really off day or if something's really just not going correct in my life, what can I do right now that can at least get me back on track? Is it just going for a walk and getting fresh air? Is it catching up with a friend? Is it choosing a salad over pizza? I don't know. Like it's, it's like, what are these little changes that we can do to get ourselves back on track mentally? And I, you know, we can all make those choices every day. We all have a choice with everything that we go through in life. We always have a choice between this or that. 
you know, and I also just, I also just read something on Instagram the other day, like even an inaction is action. Hmm. So I think for me, it's, you know, I am healthy and strong. My body is healthy and strong. My mind is healthy and strong and I can manifest all that I desire. Hmm. And and that's the mantra. It's, you know, it's start with, start with all of the elements of the person and then recognize that we have the energy, we have the power to create beyond that. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of people get stuck in that mantra and that mindset of, you know, that's, that's what I say. When my back's against the wall, when I'm down, when I'm like, you know, I got the sniffle and I'm thinking, Did I, do I have COVID now? It's like, no, no. Yeah. And even if I do, it's, those are the, you know, that's the power, right? The power of thought. Um, thought precedes energy. And that thought, that mantra uh, allows me just to get through all of the, you know, all the deep shit. Right. And that's what we're in right now. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I turn on the news and I think the average person, if, if you were like born in the 1800s, you know, and, and yeah, things were tough and you had physical work and physical labor and, and you had to really sacrifice to succeed. And then you were transplanted to today and you turn on the news, you'd shoot yourself. <laughs> shoot or shit yourself. You, you'd do yeah. both. <laughs> you'd shoot yourself yeah. and then you'd shoot yourself. It's like, we are not designed to do this. I mean, we're in this yeah. perpetual state of fight or flight, right? Yeah. And that that's, you know, sympathetic parasympathetic response is great when you're running from saber-toothed tiger. But our bodies are designed to like leave the danger zone, decompress, you know, allow acetylcholine to flood through our system and then chill out for a little bit before we have to fight or flight again. And now we are just amped up. We you know, our neighbors a potential, you know, you know, our neighbor could kill us with COVID. It's like you step out of your house without a mask on or with a mask on and you're going to die. It's like you can't walk away or just turn away from all of the bad stuff. So, yeah, it's those mantras. Just the long answer to your question, Steve, is those mantras are so important just to keep us mm-hmm. grounded and to reset and allow us to recognize that we have the power to get through and to thrive. Yes. I, I think now with social media and the way you just said, like we have everything at our fingertips and often it's visual and people are looking for things that they need or want outside, but everything you need and want is within you now. What you need and or desire to live, to thrive, to excel, to succeed is within you. And that is most important to, to I think, get across in our messaging here is that you don't need anything outside of who you are, right? It's a, it's a thought. A thought becomes an action. An action becomes you know, can be, can be a result. And it could be, like you said, no action. I think that's the hardest action sometimes is really just sitting still and being with yourself and really like hearing your, hearing yourself, hearing your voices. What is the self-talk? Is it more positive in nature? Is it more negative in nature? What are you saying? And can you switch that on or off? Can you turn some of those thoughts into something that's going to be more fruitful and or proactive for you to be able to create something that you want. And like what we're experiencing now in COVID, you know, here in Los Angeles, where are you guys located? Sacramento. Okay. So not too far. And you guys, I mean, you're in a congested area. I go outside here. Sometimes I go to walk my dog and I forget to bring my mask and I'm getting dirty looks and evil eyes. And I'm like, relax. Like if you're that sensitive about it, go walk away. Don't project on the me Right. And it's, it's like terrible. It's to feel that like, I, you know, it, it's just like, it's a, a mistake, you know, you, like you forget your wallet sometimes, like, but now, like you said, you're in this fight or flight response. I get in my elevator. I'm like, 
uh, I forgot my mask and I got to like go back up. And my dog's like, wait, where are we going? I got to go to the bathroom, you know? And like, or then most of the time I just go and deal with it, but we're in this flight or flight, flight or fight response way too often. Um, and I, I was mentioning something a couple of days ago uh, to a client. I said, you know, this is the first year in like, like a decade or more that I haven't yet gotten sick, knock on wood. I haven't gotten like a cold that I normally get, the sniffles, a sore throat. Like I usually get a seasonal cold, like, and, but I'm not getting that because I'm not working as hard. I'm not putting in the long hours that I've been. I'm working, but I'm working smarter, not harder. I'm not in my fitness studio as often. I'm not surrounded by people and like touching people or touching their germs and then coming in with something that they got. So it's interesting, like you had said, like that rest, relax, like portion, like it's actually, I'm feeling like really good. I'm like, this has actually been a little beneficial and I'm actually recalibrating. And I don't know about you, but like, yeah, this is a time to thrive and, and create and do in a season like this. But I'm also like re, re, stepping, taking a step back and saying, you know, this too shall pass. It's like a winter season and you kind of want to like, just relax, like hibernate a little bit, still work, still do your thing, work smarter, maybe not harder and just figure out something new pivot. So um, I don't know why I want to share that, but I think it's important like in the year here, like what can we do to pivot this year? What can we do to create something new, a new, new momentum? Because when we say everything's going to get back to normal, what is normal, right? Normal is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, that passed. Yeah. And <laughs> what is the new passed. normal is now. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I'm so excited about here in the new year is that, you know, we can put that, that ball drop behind us. I know everybody was excited and I can't wait for 2021, but what we really should be looking for is, is not that things are going to return to normal, but that we are going to adapt and overcome and then thrive in a new world order. And we have to, the old mm -hmm. system was broken. It was completely broken. So mm -hmm. this ideology that we need to return to pre COVID you know, BC is, is just lunacy. We have to move forward with this idea that we can change and that a lot of the problems that caused COVID to explode globally mm -hmm. are things that we can fix. We can take that power back in our own hands. We can start to, you know, look at the optimal vibrational frequency that we can bring the right energy. You, know, you talked Steve about social media. It's, it's greed, it's apathy. It's all of these low vibrational energies. But when we move past that, and we get past this idea that, you know, we have to be afraid or that, you know, we're fight or flight and we get into these higher vibrational energies, God, man, we can do some really cool shit. Mm -hmm. And what cool shit are you guys up to? <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> Je, Je, you know, Jenna, I mean, you guys are traveling. Uh, I don't think you probably traveled this year, but, you know, I love, you know, I just did a, again, I said a quick over glance of you know, your backgrounds, but you look like you've been to some really cool places together. Um, I thought you were a couple. Um, I, I, I kind of made that assumption. Um, but after hearing your story of, of a recent divorce, when I'm sorry to hear that, or maybe not, um, just, uh, you know, the, the highlighting of your life, what are you up to? What great shit are you doing? Oh man, well, living and, and breathing complete human. I mean, we we are building we're building our empire. We're building something we're both very passionate about. Um, and you're right, we haven't been able to travel as much. There have been certain um, things that we've been able to travel for, which has been great. But still, it's not the same these days. Still, just traveling in general, it's just not the same. No, it's, not. it's not as enjoyable. But um, just because you're constantly worried. 
but yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we are, we're building our, our platform. I mean, complete human, you know, we are a digital content platform. We have a podcast, we have a dietary supplement line. Um, we have a, a book. Um, Evan has his own book as well. And we're, we're just, we're busy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So give us a little uh, snapshot. What is it? What is first of all, complete human. When I go to your site, when I experience it, what am I experiencing? What am I seeing? Why should I go there? Yeah. So with Complete Human, we highlight ways to bio-optimize ourselves in in natural ways. And we also highlight and make sure that we focus on social responsibility as well. So that's something that we we talk about a lot and that's something we're passionate about. So if you go to our site, completehuman.com, you can see articles and blog posts that we've written. You can check out our podcast. Um, that's an audio and video platform as well. So you can watch or listen to us there. Um, and and shop our awesome supplements that we created. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the supplement manufacturing. I mean, there's billions of supplements out there, overwhelming. You go to Whole Foods or even uh, Ralph's or some you know common grocery store and you go to the vitamin section and you don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. Tell us about yours and why we want to you know optimize these, use these. So at the last, you know, at the last check, I developed about 1500 dietary supplements in the marketplace, you know, retail sales of close to a billion dollars. And so kind of owning the manufacturing side of things, I've been manufacturing for other brands for years. Um, And and that's everything from your bro science 2000, you know, 5000, you know, milligrams of your whey protein, protein farts galore, um, (laughs) you know, uh, to, you know, just your basic multivitamin type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the challenge with dietary supplements is this belief system that for me as a business owner to be successful, that means you have to take my product every single day. And we fundamentally disagree with that. We believe that diagnostic testing within the complete human paradigm is the thing that drives you into lifestyle choices. Now, you shouldn't be taking a vitamin D because CNN.com said so, or because your mailman told you that's what he's taking. You should be taking vitamin D because diagnostic testing says you're deficient. And then what happens after six months of taking vitamin D and you retest? Well, do you need to continue to take that? So the whole complete human protocol is really based off of that. How do we test, optimize, and retest? And then within our consumer products division, the whole goal is to offer solutions to the diagnostic testing results. What does your microbiome look like? How do we optimize that? Um, And then we take it one step further. And so a couple of the things that we're very excited about are really merging this concept of, you know, where social responsibility meets, you know, consumerism. Uh, Next year, actually in a couple weeks now, we're dropping our Cafe Feminino product. Everybody drinks coffee, or for the most part. Mm -hmm. So how do we, how do we make coffee a social responsibility thing. So we paired with a group called Cafe Feminino, which is a women-owned and operated co-op of small micro coffee farms. And all of the proceeds for the sale of this coffee goes back to really empowering uh, these women to enact real change in their communities. One of the other things that they're really focused on is making sure that coffee survives global warming. Coffee is a very finicky crop. And so small temperature changes, especially in these coffee growing zones, can have catastrophic impacts in coffee yields. So that's one thing that we're doing. We're looking at skincare, using exosomes, taking science and really, you know, how are we undoing skin damage? I've spent way too much time in the sun. I kind of want to reverse some of that. Uh, Cleaning supplies that are all natural, good for the planet. So the the whole concept behind Complete Human is, is that it's not a solution. It's not a problem solution platform. It's a lifestyle that allows you to to step into every single day and, and really be emboldened to make 
really impressive change in your world and your community. And you need mm. coffee to do that. Imagine totally. if coffee went extinct and we weren't able to get, what's the, if it's a 300 million people, no 300 million cups of coffee a day. Yeah. It's, it's that- insane. Yeah. Like it, we drink coffee like crazy. So imagine if no one got their coffee fix every morning. Yeah. <laughs> the I, I was someone who never drank coffee. Um, you know, growing up, my parents drank coffee and I thought it was an adult beverage. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was something like I see kids now going at 12 years old to Starbucks or needing a Starbucks and it blows my mind. Um, but I didn't drink coffee until a couple of years ago. My wife now who drinks coffee or drank a lot more, she drinks and like I would have a sip here and sip there turned into a half a cup, a half a cup turned into one cup. And now I'm like, did you make coffee this morning? <laughs> you know, exactly. and it's, it's crazy addictive. It's like, I, and it's, I don't even know if it's addictive because I get the energy buzz from it. Um, I used to get like sweaty, like, like I'd have a little bit and I was like, my nerves were, you know, amped up from it. Um, now it's just like, I kind of enjoy it. It's like a social thing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know there's a lot of benefits from it, um, but I don't know that I get those. Not sure. Well, you know, we're, we're such creatures of habit, right? And our brains are different engines, difference engines. We try to conserve energy in our brains. And so the, the ability to wake up in the morning when your brain is trying to fire and to conserve energy by just doing something you've done every single morning, that's the addictive part, right? Like caffeine's a yeah. huge addiction, but just that ability for your brain to conserve energy <laughs> by going through a process that it's done time and time again is something mm-hmm. that, you know, that we all love. And uh, like, totally. I'm, I'm that's why. These CEOs of Facebook and Apple, they wear the same clothes every day. You go into their closet and it's, you know, all black t-shirts, you know, this, yeah. We were, we were just talking about that as like, just, just decision fatigue. That's exactly it. How can we make more time for what's more important? And, you know, is it really putting on makeup every day? Maybe not. Is it really getting dressed up every day? Maybe not. I don't, it's Mm -hmm. fine with yoga pants every day, but yeah, it's back to the coffee thing. We actually, we did a, a week or two off coffee or off caffeine and that was not good <laughs> that was not yeah. good i've i've you had some negative side effects huh oh horrible and the thing is we Which didn't even one? we didn't even realize we had such a i guess it's an addiction i mean you know you mm-hmm. like it but i drink decaf now specifically because i know i was super dependent on that physical addiction totally you know, where you're, you're, yeah, yeah yeah so so let's t- let's actually talk about that and and uh, for a second. So like the physical addiction to coffee, um, you know, physiological addiction. Like, why are we? Why is health educators promoters promoting something that's going to potentially negatively affect our adrenal systems? Or you know, we're talking about like decompressing, you know, taking uh, some load off, or or you know, optimizing our bodies and minds, but yet coffee can be like causing some of these stresses. Oh, coffee is a micro huge level. cause of it. Yeah. Let, let's, let's not ignore the fact that, you know, you're, you're poisoning your adenosine receptors. You're, you know, you're causing some of that adrenal fatigue. Uh, yeah. Caffeine or coffee, like organic coffee. coffee. I think there are some antioxidants and health benefits and there's research on, on mental, on um, like cognitive benefits for older people oh, because totally. of like, coffee. You've got better blood flow to the brain, but yes, could you take ginkgo or ginseng and get the same effect? I think, you know, let's, I I, I don't want to demonize coffee, but I'm not going to put it no, on a pedestal and say that it's a great thing. I think what it is, is that it's, it is an incredible crop. There's some amazing things that can come with it, but 
um, yeah, it, it, it can take its toll. And, and we've just become so accustomed to power drinking coffee, whether that's black or then going to Starbucks and getting our caramel macchiato, which is like 700 milligram or 700 calories and 50 mm-hmm. grams of sugar or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it can have a negative impact on people, especially if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue or stressed out. Yeah. Or anxiety. Yeah. That, I, I agree. Or acidity, right? You see so your, your, your base levels, of alkaline or acidity, um, are off. I think what you said there, um, is really important to note. And we we're talking about like quant, quant, quantity or like, but we ought to think about the quality. Where is it coming from the source? Right. So you talked about, you know, the, 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 the source of the coffee is important as well. And global warming, you know, you go to, I remember my parents used to drink like Folgers, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Folgers coffee is not going to be a good coffee. Um, but we got to know like, where is that source coming from? So if you are drinking coffee and it's something you want to, you drink regularly, like just know the source, like, where is it coming from? Is it mold free? Uh, are you going to have, uh, is it coming from a crop? Is it aged? Like I know when my wife, you know, gets our coffee, she's always looking at the date, you know, they have dates on some of them. So like she wants ones that are, are newer rather than sitting on the shelf for a long time. So I think that's important to mention. Or yeah. are you drinking coffee that's giving back to women farmers in yeah. other parts of the world? Well, you know, organic single batch is a good thing to look for. Those are things that, you know, and, and ones Starbucks isn't horrible, but keep in mind that Starbucks delivers so many millions, billions of cups of coffee ar- across the planet every single day. So the value chain for that one is not just in time. They have to buy so far ahead. And then one of the things that I've heard uh, is, is that their preservation methods means that they over roast the beans so that they can stay fresher a little bit longer or that they hold the flavor a little bit longer. So mm-hmm. when we look at some of the natural oils that come out of coffee beans, over roasting strips them of that. Um, so, you know, we like single batch, we like, you know, environmentally friendly, we like organic, you know, and, and it's just like anything, right? It's moderation. If you're drinking five cups of coffee in the morning, your adrenals are shot. You know, yeah. You're twitchy at best, uh, you know, one to two. And then, you know, building that into a protocol that makes sense for your morning where, you know, you're not just jumping into your cell phone so that you've got, you know, you've got blue light activation, you've got, you know, dopamine hits because of, you know, social media or news, email, you know, if coffee is built into a protocol in the morning that allows you to gradually start your day and do it properly, it's an amazing product. Definitely agreed. So when I'm interested, so I'm, I'm listening, I'm interested in, in your, in your company and just getting optimized. What's the process? I go to the website, I look at, you talked about an assessment. What does that assessment look like? Is it a questionnaire? Is it a blood draw? Is it saliva? How do you get my results to know what um, what's going on inside? So we pair with a lot of different organizations. You know, I, I think one of the things about um, what we wanted to do is we wanted to really kind of be that company that found all of the very best in the industry. You know, I, we're not going to go build an artificial intelligence for diagnostic microbiome testing. But what we did find is that Viome with their artificial intelligence in Los Alamos, New Mexico, really had the keys to the kingdom on understanding gut health, gut brain access, cellular health, mitochondrial dysfunction. So, you know, you start with them. We can look at my toolbox genomics to really understand how is our DNA methylating? Uh, you know, what predispositions might, might, might we be in line for? That's a tongue twister. Um, and then how do we use epigenetics to rise above those? So, you know, we have links on, on, on our site that'll take you to all of the different things that we recommend to build that roadmap of how, you know, how you really need to bio-optimize. 
Mm. And sure, I think it's great, great to maybe get Viome. some blood work with you know a yeah. doctor. I think that's always great to have a practitioner to discuss your your blood work that you would get through them with as well. But there are other tests out there that you can do at home that can give you a tremendous amount of education and insight about what's going on in your system. And th- there's a lot that we don't know. And I mean, for example, we just did a Viome test. I did one, and I am not healthy. I you 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 think I would because I work out and I eat well and I sleep well and all this stuff, but inside no and so that that's it it can be kind of hidden so it's important to kind of do the deeper work to kind of see what's going on beneath the surface and you can really start to optimize your health after so do you i I, first let me just mention viome i I love viome i did the test the result i did the test uh several years ago and had the results and have their app and it was pretty amazing to see how you can get a sample of your poop and get so much feedback back and for them to know exactly what's going on or give you at least a really very, uh, very informative um, feedback on what you could be doing, especially like your diet, like what kind of foods you should be avoiding, what you should be taking more in, the kind of exercise that you should be doing as well Mm -hmm. um, and other types of uh, life hacks that should, you know, you should implement to be able to optimize yourself. But uh, Janet, do you think that some of the negative results that you just got could have been, again, some of the residual effects from what you were experiencing in 2015? Uh, it's possible. I, I went on some more antibiotics this year, and antibiotics just destroy your gut. So um, back in 2015, I, I think I was on a, about like seven rounds of antibiotics in one year. And so that, wow. just, that just destroyed my system. And that's where I had the gut permeability and the leaky gut, which is when food particles actually leak through your gut lining into your bloodstream. And that's when you start reacting to all these different foods and like these proteins and in, in these foods. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that maybe it could be a residual effect. I know that just the antibiotics that I took possibly could have, you know, brought some of that back. Um, and unfortunately, it takes it takes a bit to heal your gut. It takes a bit to really kind of get things back to normal and and be healthy on the inside. Yeah. So, do you have other than the products? Do you have uh, support as well? So, mm-hmm. can you you have people online yourselves or staff that will help support people through the process? Nope. No. Um. And and again, I, I think you know th- this is a self journey. It's uh you know what we have really tried to do is provide information. Um. You know, not selling anything, no coaching programs, nothing like that. It's here's the information. And, mm-hmm. you know, how do you create a community around yourself? I mean, there's probably, you know, like you, Steve, like, you know, people who really want to focus on how do I help an individual? How do I create a community? We wanted to provide the tools. Mm-hmm. And bio-optimization is a word that we use because we hate biohacking. You know, mm-hmm. hack, when has hacking ever been a good thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody ever called you up and said, I got hacked. It was cool. So you yeah. want to say I got optimized. I got optimized. Yeah. <laughs> optimized. Yeah. You know, if someone optimizes your bank account, it goes up. If someone hacks your bank account, it goes down. Let's yes. You know, the, the tools out there are are just based off of our experience. And and you know, we're just two people in this industry that have tried a lot of things, but now as we've been able to really peel back the layers and, and talk to some of the most amazing experts out there like you on your show. Uh, you know, we've really been able to find these protocols that allow people to embrace their own health and wellness. And it begins mm-hmm. with choice. It begins with this idea that, yeah, yeah, right now it's the first of the year. How many people out there are thinking, oh, great, new, new year, new year, I'm going to, or new year, new you, I'm going to hit the gym, I'm going to get in shape. And then by March, they're binge watching net- Netflix again. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's all up here. It starts with choice, the mental fortitude. Then we, you know, we fix that. Then we get into the physical health. Then we get into the spiritual abundance. And then with that, 
we, you know, it's planetary connection. We change the world, but yeah, we're not selling anything except, you know, in the information's free and the links are there. So, you know, you can follow along in our journey and figure out what's worked for us, what hasn't. And mm-hmm. one of the so, things we're really excited about is we have a free ebook on our website called the four pillars of epigenetic change. And this basically highlights and it's, it's pretty in depth, but it's, it's all about how you are not your genes. If you have family history of disease, that is not your destiny. And so this is something that we talk about a lot is you can take control of your health. And because of your family tree or family history, you are not predestined to failure with your health. So you guys can check that out too on our website. Yeah, I think that's a really important uh, point to, to highlight about so many people think that they are their genes or their genetic makeup or their family history. Um, and, you know, you go to a doctor and a doctor will ask you, you know, if you're heart, family history of heart disease, family history of cancer, right? And so it like sort of lends itself to say mm-hmm. in a conscious or subconscious way, like, I'm predisposed to this. You might be, but chances are you're not. But you have to express the gene to get that to outcome. And so by optimizing your, yourself and your, your genetic makeup and who you are today, like we can be the best version of ourselves and the best versions or the best people in our families. Like my family, they're all overweight. Not one person is in shape and everybody like looks at me They're you know, and I'm like, I am, I've been doing this my whole life, but I've just never expressed that fat gene. I've never like gone there. I know that if I let myself go, I would definitely go in that direction. You know, yes, I have good genes, but I also work at it. You know, I've had them for good genes for so long. I've been able to maintain myself because I work at it. I've never given up. Like if I have had, you know, like I I don't make it like a, it's just a part, it's a lifestyle. Like you guys said, it's a lifestyle, you know, that has become something that is important to me. It's a choice. So I think it's important for us to all really measure ourselves in the best version of ourselves to create a choice that's you. It doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be anybody but yourself. And just do what you need to do to be the best version of yourself. Don't compare. Run your own race as well. I think that's so important in the world of social media. Like we get caught up looking at this Instagram person, this sexy body, this athlete, this uh, bio optimizer, biohacker, this, uh, this professional, like we're in this world of comparison now more than ever. And that world of comparison often leaves you like uh, analysis by paralysis and you, you know, like we're paralysis by analysis and you end up stuck and you don't want to go anywhere because you just have this high expectation that you should be this version and it should be that high. Mm-hmm. Just be the best self, be your best self. What do you guys have to say about that? the race is long and in the end it's only with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what it boils down to. I, I love what you just said, right? Like you go into the doctor, what's your family history? You know what? If you're listening to this, your response should be who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not my family history. Like, and you know, that's, that's what epigenetics is. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're not selling, but we're teaching is you can rise above your genes. You're not, you're not, Pre, you know, predestined to live a life of obesity or diabetes or cardiovascular disease because that's what your parents or your grandparents had. You're destined to live the life of your dreams, assuming that you make the choice. Assuming that, you know, by March you're still not, you know, you haven't given up on your New Year's resolution and are back sitting in front of the couch with bonbons and potato chips. You know, it's it's choice, and I think in America we've become so conditioned to believe that things are a quick fix, and they're not. 
you didn't get to be overweight. You didn't get to have diabetes overnight. So why do you expect that you're going to reverse that overnight? Mm -hmm. And so we have to change that mindset. And the mindset is, is that it's not, you know, diet, I, diet is a four letter word, right? You know, people tell me, I'm like, I'm on a keto diet. I'm like, all right, well, call me when that fails or tell me, you know, it's like, it's, it's a life. My lifestyle is that I eat this way because this is what works best for me. I eat this way because my diagnostic testing says this way. When you make it a lifestyle choice, then you win. You always win because your health is the most important thing that comes out of that. It's not some Instagram pick. It's not some, you know, comparative analysis to someone else. It's you living the life that you were destined to live. Hmm. Jenna, you, you looked like you had something to say, um, you know, relative to that. You were yeah, no, I mean, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, even, um, I can kind of relate to you even with your, with your family story too. Like my, my mom had thyroid cancer and my dad has Hashimoto's. And so I was deeply, uh, protective over my thyroid just over my whole life, just because of my family history as well. And I've never once had a problem. And so that it just, you know, we, you know, we live the proof, right. And you had, I think you had, something with your family as well where, where uh, yeah doctors said parkinson's might run in the family that yeah. I, I could consider you know i should be very wary of that yeah like, screw that right mm-hmm. and i and i had my my mom's doctor tell me you are going to get thyroid cancer when you're older this is going to happen to you he said it straight to me and it i i will never forget that moment and i didn't realize that how how wrong that was to to say to say to someone especially who was so young too and then you know, I think like a few months later, I was like, wait a minute, that was so messed up to say that saying you are going to get cancer because your mom had it. And because your dad has thyroid issues. And I mean, that that's our mission really is like, and, and that's my mission. My personal one is no, that's not going to happen. And I'm going to prove that by doing what we do every day. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so what's next on your agenda? Um, what are you What are you guys doing in the in the beginning of the year to create something, a movement, uh, an awareness for your audience? Well, we're headed down to uh, Guatemala here soon. To um, so so we are health and wellness correspondents for NBC. So we're kind of looking at you know how do we inspire the younger generation? NBC's got a really cool platform called LX, which is geared at a younger generation. You know, trying to really take some of these global news stories and make them feel a lot more local. So uh, mm-hmm. we will be heading down to Guatemala, uh, all things COVID contingent to tell a really interesting story about our coffee product. And more importantly, the women who are behind this coffee product. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, we're w- working on the complete human bio optimization ranch, which we hope to have open um, early next year. But, you know, I, Really, I think the focus is is how do we take people out of their environment, put them in a place where they can adopt habits, and and I think that's one of the big changes. So, uh, we've got one, Super of, cool. yeah, one of our ranches will uh, hopefully be opening all the construction and stuff contingent, uh, but early twenty twenty two, so people can come in for a week. They get you know tested in the beginning. They get to work with one of our trainers. It's protocols. You're waking up every morning. You're doing vibrational therapy for lymphatic drainage. You're doing hot and cold therapy. You're doing PEMF. Um, we've got aquaponics, hydroponics, uh, you know, on you're hiking, crack. you're fishing, you're getting fresh air, you're moving your body like you should. You're yeah. Yeah. You know, ketamine therapy for PTSD or for depression, you know, looking at cognitive resets, you know, all, all the things. So the complete human bio-optimization ranch in 2022 is something we're very excited to be sharing. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I love that. You'll have to come. That's great. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Sign me up. No doubt. I love that. 
I, uh, you know, those kind of places are just like heaven on earth for me. Um, I've been to a few and spoken at a few, had a uh, retreat at like Canyon Ranch. And uh, I mean, it's like I go there and I'm like, it's like a kid in a candy store. I just yeah. want to like take everything in. And I feel amazing when you leave. It's such a, an amazing opportunity for, like you said, Evan, to create an op- optimized environments because that's important too, right? You can have these supplements. You mentioned it earlier. It's like who you hang out with, Jenna, like, you know, who you associate with, but it's also your environment too, as equally important, you know? So being in that environment that sustains and nurtures and facilitates that lifestyle is so important. And then being able to get people to come back and create a, create a plan, create a, you know, so that's, that's fantastic. I love hearing that. Well, and think about Think about how Americans vacation, right? You know, we, we, we plan, we end up going, going to a place, maybe it's an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, and we sit around and we drink for a week. Yeah. And then we come back and we wonder why we feel like crap. It's still nice to do that sometimes, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, then, you know, we wonder why we feel bad. So, yeah. so what happens when we inspire people to come back from a vacation and they feel the best that they felt in a decade or 20 years or 30 yeah. years? You know, what does that do to that mental paradigm where, like, I want to continue to feel that way every single day. And then all the ancillary BS just kind of falls apart. It's like your TPS reports don't matter anymore. It's, you, you know, you can take that feeling that we want to create at the ranch and bring it home with you and you know, teach your family about it and get everybody else on board, create your own community of people that hold you responsible for the things that you want to do in your life. Mm. And I think that we have this opportunity right now, you know, in 2021, after this just, you know, hell of a year, we had to shift. We had to adjust. Uh, many people are working less. Some people are unemployed. Uh, time to reinvent yourself. Time to like step up to create a new, you know, new version of yourself. And I think there's no better time right now. Like after winter season, always comes spring, right? And after spring comes summer. But what happens in spring? You have to water the plants. You have to nurture it. This plant the seeds. You know, get out there and like do the things that are going to support that new version of yourself. Don't go into the old habits, just create new, better ones that are going to optimize you to have a different lifestyle. The grass is greener where you water it, right? Hmm. So true. So true. Um, do you both have any, I'd love to throw this at you individually or collectively, uh, just some parting thoughts for our listeners to think about, like I just shared there in the new year, um, how to optimize their health, their mental state, uh, their spiritual state. So we didn't touch too much on spirituality, which I'm a big uh, proponent of. And we've talked a lot about that on the show. Um, Perhaps you can kind of dive into that a little bit and just sort of bring this all together, those three pillars that you talked about. Well, I mean, it's a lot. These are a lot of things. These are a lot of buckets and a lot of um, basic pillars and principles of your life that you're trying to optimize. And so that's really why we created what we did is because we know it's overwhelming and we love that we can kind of be a hub and a central spot for people to go to, to learn about these things, learn about our methodologies and what we do to optimize our own health. So, you know, it, it's a, it is a lot. <laughs> it's confusing. I've been there. It's, it's sometimes it's a lot to wrap your head around, but if you can find great resources and great, um, just people and companies to surround yourself with and help you on your journey, that's, that's key. Yeah. And you talk about spirituality. Uh, you know, one of the things that we focus on is the morning. And I remember back in my old, you know, investment banker days, it's like you get up and you go to work and, you know, it's like the early bird gets the worm and, and we, you know, we're conditioned to like, just get out of bed and try to hit the ground running and go crush it is. And, and what we've really done is we've taken a step back and like the first hour and a half of the day is all ours. 
and it's red light therapy, it's the sauna, it's cryotherapy, it's vibrational, PEMF. We have our morning protocol and that sets us up for success. And so the one thing I want to leave your listeners with is, you know, whether it's our protocol or yours, don't turn your phone on for the first 90 minutes of the day. You know, make that time yours and and really focus on what it is that you want to do. Create that intention, create the intention behind the day. And that's the spirituality part of it, right? It's the meditation. It's the, what do I want to do? How do I want to make a difference in this world? What do I want my mm-hmm. legacy to be? You know, it's nobody goes to work and says, you know, I want my headstone to say I was a great insurance underwriter. It's, <laughs> you know, it's work yeah. as a support system for life. And 2020 has shown us that we can find a balance between those. A lot of people are working from home right now. So how do you take advantage of that time that you would have been commuting? How do you take advantage of all the opportunities that this new world has shown us and, and go out and make a dent in the world? Get passionate, get crazy, get radical, spend the first 90 minutes of every day focused on what you want to do. And, and I guarantee good things will come from that. That's awesome. Well, Evan and Jenna, I so appreciate you being here. Uh, just an amazing conversation about optimizing your health, your fitness, your mental well-being, your spiritual well-being uh, to live your best life, the best version of yourself. And right now in January of 2021 is the best time to do it. You've already got the momentum. You sort of like, talked. We talked about you know birds of a feather flock together, so to speak. Like everybody's thinking about the new year being your best version of yourself. Start this now. CompleteHuman.com. Visit it, be inspired, be motivated, be educated. You guys are awesome. Keep doing your best. I love hearing, and uh, I'm grateful that we got to connect here. You too, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for spending your time with me and my guest today on the Steve Jordan Experience. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, there are a few things that you can do. First, sharing is caring. So show your family and friends how much you care about them by sharing this podcast to encourage them to live their best life. Two, go to my website, stevejordan.com, to subscribe to my Get Fit community. Here, you will receive updates, news, and valuable information for ways for you to get more involved in the Steve Jordan experience. And finally, take a minute to please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to continue to get outstanding guests to create an extraordinary listening experience for you. That's all, friends. Thanks for listening to the Steve Jordan Experience.